Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. And guess what you just found? The Holderness Family Podcast. Gold star for you. Thank you so much for coming to check out our podcast, which is our favorite thing that we do every week. Yes. Just a little reminder to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Here's a recent review from a longtime fan, not my mom, but a first time reviewer. She says, always enjoyed the and related to your videos on Facebook, but just listened to the awkward years. And it was so helpful. Couldn't have come at a better time. I'm going to need some Botox if, if you've listened to our Awkward Years podcast. With the Michelle. Botox thing is crazy. Yes. Oh, you, you, you have to have the Botox forehead for the, talking to your middle schooler or high school. It's a must, must listen. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's with Michelle Eichert if you're looking for the name. Okay. Speaking of parenting, this week we have Taylor and Heidi Kalmus on the show. Yes. You know them from their Dude Dad channel and most recently their new show on Magnolia Network, Super Dad. Yes. Yeah, so, and he's going to talk about this a little bit because we have different memories of this. Uh, Kim and I originally met Taylor at this uh, creator's summit that Facebook put together in this amazing ranch in Malibu where we we learned a lot about Facebook and how to put your content out. And you know it, it was a nice resource and Taylor remembers it as something differently. So he's going to talk all about that. But then I, I went and spent four days with him on the West Coast and we did our first collabs. It was like super successful, thanks mostly to Taylor well, and his friends. Anyway, they they are in a similar position we are, but you know, just behind a few years, they are parents, yeah. but we're a little ahead of them. So we played a fun game of would you rather, like, would you rather change a blowout or would you rather do middle, middle school homework? It was tons of fun. They did something that you and I didn't do. They hit the reset button. Yeah, they just had their third kid. Anyway, it's tons of fun. Yeah. 
Taylor Kalmus is best known for his vlog and sketch comedy work as Dude Dad since the beginning of 2016. Taylor originally pursued a career in acting with notable credits in The Middle, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Geek USA, and a bunch of commercials. Taylor and his wife Heidi met at the University of Sioux Falls. Taylor was making a student film called Potential Soulmate, and he cast Heidi as his fiance in the film purely because he thought she could play a crazy bride to be obsessed with planning a wedding. Then they really got married years later, and he found out that uh, he did most of the planning, which is interesting. They live in Fort Collins, Colorado now with their three children. And I'm a fun fact, Taylor has said that if he were an animal, he would like to be a squirrel. Welcome, Taylor and Heidi. Is any of that true, by the way? These are the things we found on the internet. Yes. Is any yeah, of that it's it's funny because you feel like you really found a mod podge of things from the internet <laughs> that I remember writing at one point, but is any of I it mean, true? Not recently. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all true. Potential soulmate is not true. Let me tell you how I met him. Okay, tell me. I was doing a one act with him. Is a very promiscuous one act. Oh, Ooh. I was a prostitute. Okay, he was a customer. You were a John he got tied up, and yes. I was I was a John who was cheating on my wife <laughs> with Heidi. We got tied up. Yeah, this is our. This is how we met. Okay, so tied up like and now you mean you... tied up like oh I got something to do. I'm sorry, I got to go. No, no, no. We were like we were we. The play opens with us duct taped back to back. <laughs> And we're basically like talking about like life and all this stuff. But like, if you know Heidi, you know that this is extremely out of her comfort zone, but somehow she still did it. I think it was just because I was so attractive. No, I didn't know who you were. I never met you. I didn't know who you were at all. All of them, all our friend Ashley said was, yeah, my friend Taylor's flying in from LA and he's going to be the other part. You, then I met him. And I didn't like him. You remember the, my hair? Really? Yes. I had bleach blonde hair because I I bleached it because I was stupid. <laughs> it's uh, never a good Heidi, idea. Heidi, why didn't you like Taylor? I need more information. Oh gosh. Uh, well, uh, he called me. I was like three minutes late. My sister just had a baby. Always. My sister just had a baby and I was packing my bags because right after our first practice, I was driving home and he called, he found my phone number somewhere, took it from someone, I don't know, and called me and asked me where I was. And I was like, uh, excuse me, no, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so then I didn't like him. And then one day we're like, we finished our like rehearsal and we were walking out of the building and he like called, called at me from, from like down the hall. And he was like, so what do you do? <laughs> I was like... Well, I work for an after-school program. What do you do? And he was like, I build bikes. And then left the building. And now you have three kids and a thriving Facebook page, YouTube channel, and a TV show. I mean, a lot has happened since those tied-up early days. You, you, you guys are crazy yeah, yeah. successful for people who met in a play where you duct-taped each other together. Yeah. Um, and, and like, we're going to get to the success and we're going to talk about your show, your TV show and your, you know, kind of your method. But I, really the best content is when we ask about when you guys were like freaking miserable, like when, when it was really, really tough <laughs> and oh, ev everyone has yeah. those moments. Yeah. The origin story of yeah. when you were miserable. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, but how did you, here's, here's where I, we, we, we know you and we met you 
um, because we saw you on the internet and then we met at one of those Facebook creator functions. But how did you get started? How did I mean, you were trying, you were working to become an actor, but then how did you get started making videos? Can I sidetrack us first and, and talk about Please. when we met at the Facebook thing? Yeah. Sure. Oh my gosh, is it going to be embarrassing? Okay. So just to paint the picture here, <laughs> Facebook had created this event for all of us creators to come to in Malibu. And I didn't realize till probably like halfway through the event where it was like, oh, they did this because they want us to collaborate because it will help us all grow and help them make more money. Correct. That I, It took me a while. I just thought we were getting the red carpet rolled out for whatever reason. <laughs> no, it's all about making but Facebook you, money. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. But, but so many video creators are just these young you know, crazy YouTube kind of people. Mm-hmm. I, I think that term kind of like sells what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like you two are some of the only parent, you know, creators out there. You can say so we were the old ones. We were the oldest ones You can say we were the old ones. We were the old ones. You're the old ones. Yeah. <laughs> but also the ones that I was like, oh, those people, I know them. I want to talk to them. But then I was so like, I, you were like, no. it was it was weird <laughs> because you were, you, I, you, I had that like, famous complex thing going on. And I remember like passing by Kim a couple of times because I was like, I should talk to the husband. Um, <laughs> but I was just so nervous that I was like, and then finally I'm like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how what happened, but we ended up just talking and realizing that you weren't scary people. Because no. you like, you put that thing in your head of like, if I talk to this person, you know, what if they're not cool? Because I have over. to say, I met, cool. I met... There was a person there that I was excited to meet, and I introduced myself to that person, and that person was not cool. And I was really disappointed. But Uh I also realized that I am socially awkward, so perhaps that person is also socially awkward, and that interaction was just... So I I don't judge that person. I'm going to say male, female, because I bet you... I was waiting for you to be like, Kim, I introduced myself to you, and you just stared at me, because like I'll... I will mm-hmm. do that at some point because I'm not good at yeah. new people. So yeah, that could happen. Yeah, that that like that interaction though, and anything like that has made me think about it so much more when we get recognized in public now, especially since we live in a small town. Like, you know, we we get recognized a lot, but trying to make sure that that experience for that person, they walk out of it having seen a good side of us, you know, which is tough because you're not always in a good mood. Except you know, if I am scolding my kids. I was just yeah. you have three I got, yeah. I, I, someone tweeted out, Oh my gosh. It's so just walk past Penn Holderness in the airport. Didn't seem like a very nice guy. He, we were running between <laughs> flights. We had, you know, we were, we ended up missing our layover. You were, but the, I we was had, in a hurry. We I was like seven minutes yeah. in Atlanta to make a layover, and it was like not going to happen. So we were running, and I had had two kids, so I was like peeing my pants when I was running. I was like rolling a bag. I was running so oh, fast. True story. And tr- yeah, and I peed my pants and missed the flight. And the guy tweeted that pen holderness doesn't look very nice. And so now when we're in an airport, we're like jazz hands, jazz yeah. hands, jazz I, hands. Just, <laughs> smile, everybody, smile. Oh, man. I, I mean, it's. It, I just. Oh. I mean, so, okay, we're gonna get off this. But so, how did you start? Yeah, miserable. Miserable. Yes. So you were trying to be. Go miserable. You were you were an actor, but then all of a sudden you put a video on Facebook. How does that work? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, it started out of necessity because she got pregnant and I was like, well, you know, this whole like LA dream is, uh, you know, we, I had some success, but it wasn't enough to feed the family. And there was about to be one more of us. So I was like, we're probably going to have to leave the city. I probably can't 
you know, I was being realistic, but I was like, but I, whatever, wherever we go, whatever I end up doing, I want to stay creative. And I'd put it on myself from the very early on. Like, I wasn't like, I want to be an, a, a movie star, a movie actor. I just want to earn my living creatively. And so I had seen, you know, like looked into the space a little bit and saw that there was like a lot of content out there for moms, but there wasn't anything for dads. So I was like, okay, what if I like just start making my own videos and make it about fatherhood and just kind of like my journey through fatherhood. And I just started. And I also like, at that point, I had tried to start a bunch of like stuff like that with like friends and stuff. And it realized pretty quickly that like, every time I would partner with somebody, I'd end up doing 90% of the work. Yeah. So I was like, I'm doing this by myself, nobody else, just me, so that I only have myself to blame. And, um, and I just started. And I did like 50 videos that year. So I think I only missed two weeks out of the whole year. Mm -hmm. um, and by the end of it, we had like a really small following of like 2000 people on Facebook, but it was like, uh, yeah, but it was, they were like very invested followers that would wait until, you know, every week I'd post on Fridays and they would wait until Friday and be like, where's the video? And, you know, I knew I had to keep going. And then that next year is when things started to click and we went from 2000 to a hundred thousand. And then you know how it goes from there. It just starts snowballing. Yeah. But that first year is so hard. It's like watching, watching yeah. those numbers click up and you made such a good point about staying creative and staying true to yourself and then getting a good audience, right? Didn't matter how many, but like a good loyal mm -hmm. audience. And it's funny like that, that not only matters just for anything that you do, but in Facebook, if you have a loyal audience now, it's at the point where they reward you for having like a good watch time and good retention. And the way, that, the fact that you started that way is one of the reasons that you've blown up because you did all those yeah. things. You stayed true. Um, and you had, well, a and I think that the lesson that I try to tell people it, that they want to get into this or whatever, I think it worked because I went into it as something that I wanted to do something that I was, I didn't know how I would ever make money off of it. I figured there might be a way at some point, but I just did it because I really wanted to do it. And I was passionate about it mm -hmm. from there. It, it found a way to be financially worth it, but I never went into it being like, I'm going to be a billionaire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. it was like, I like doing this. I want to do this, mm -hmm. you know? And obviously Heidi, has been extremely supportive from day one. And that was also a huge part of it because not everybody has that. So Heidi, yeah. you were working, you were pregnant and your husband says to you, I want to start a Facebook page and make some videos. How does that, how does that work? Honestly, it didn't even, it wasn't a, any sort of phase for, it didn't phase me because he had been making videos with his friends the whole time. He had always been super creative. So I would leave and go to work and do my thing and come back and see and hear about what he had created that day or what he had done or what's the stupidest thing we ever made oh good oh i like God. this the hot tub one the hot tub one remember the homemade hot tub so first of all <laughs> should we oh, taylor tell if, if people don't know the type of content you make tell tell the folks what kind of content you make and this would probably give some framework for your stupid videos <laughs> <laughs> sure i mean your videos are, are brilliant happy yeah, we're like a happy little ridiculous corner of the internet. And that's how we've sort of framed it is like, we always want to just be 
a page that people can come to and have a good time and see and feel seen Mm -hmm. like that. If a piece of content doesn't feel relatable, we don't put it out. You know, at this point, molding this thing over the last six years, we found that what works for us is to focus on the viewer and make the content about them and not about us. We are the vehicle to show them what they're thinking. We're the mirror. We hold up the mirror and say, "This does this look like you? Does this look like your wife? And that's the whole goal is to just make content that feeds them. And and then we have our own like vlog videos and stuff that we'll, that we'll put in there to kind of like show people who we are. Cause I also think it's very important to give people a deeper dive on who we are to humanize us and, and show that we're more than just the characters that we play or whatever. And I think it, it builds a stronger community within the viewers that they feel like they know us, you know? Yeah. That's a great mature answer. I'm going to give the cliff notes answer. Taylor puts on a wig and, uh, <laughs> and acts like his wife and it's freaking hilarious. Heidi puts on a backwards hat and, and pretends to be him. And acts like but her husband. It might be even more funny. And then they, he's an incredible craftsman. Yeah, no, no. He, yeah. There's yeah. more, there's more. He does. He puts oh, yeah. like his old bicycle building has, has, has really elevated to the fact that he, tr- he turned a bicycle into this horrible looking massage machine for his wife. <laughs> As like a Mother's Day present or something. It's just, it's took, just, it's all this crazy comedic vomit that comes out of his brain and it's good vomit. And one of those and like kids, little kids cars that they drive around, he turned it into the Dumb and Dumber shampoo. Play. Anyway, so it, it's good very, stuff. it's very diverse content, but, but we don't at, call it the Shagan Wagon. We call it the Puppy Jeep. <laughs> the Puppy Jeep. Don't you know, little kids running around talking about Shagan Wagon. They, they did for a year solid. Yeah. <laughs> the Shagan Wagon. The Shagan Wagon. Um, so very diverse, happy content. So let me ask you this what over the past 18 months you know we got a global pandemic a little pandemic we're living through what sort of challenges did you have in creating content in this really weird time i don't know that it was a challenge for you because no. we just turned it in on ourselves we were hanging out with each other i mean i left my job and we have been side by side in the same house yeah. So we could just basically study each other, <laughs> you know, yeah. like how, how so many couples are. So it almost made content in that way a little bit easier because you could just. Yeah. I mean, we're, fun of me. we're fortunate <laughs> and you guys know within our business that we are very sheltered away from everyone. Like you, you, you have your little team that you work with and that's it. And we shoot everything in our house or outside. So, I mean, the pandemic really didn't slow us down. What it did do is it made us realize that we need to leave the city and and go somewhere more family friendly. And that's sort of like the pandemic was, I, I was like looking at houses on, on Redfin for like years and Heidi be like, no, no, no. And then- For the record, I said no about this one too. Oh, you did, okay. <laughs> Well, and then he, he and then what? Yeah, so we would have bought it. Yeah, and so then what happened? So the pandemic is the reason you kind of chose a, a more simpler life in Colorado. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it definitely pushed us to just be like, it's time to move. It's time to go somewhere easier to raise children, also cheaper, also we can get more space. You know, because mm-hmm. especially going into that pandemic, it was like, okay, home is going to be a very regular place. Let's let's have a more comfortable one, you know? Um, but honestly, I feel like we kind of like, we stepped into a little bit of a gold mine too. Cause then I bought, we bought this very 
decrepit house that I needed to remodel, which I thought this is going to be awesome. <laughs> no, he's never awesome. Impressed. But we didn't even realize that because of the pandemic, everyone would be look, be at home doing like, home my house sucks. Let's, yeah. let's work on it. So we start making this DIY content that became this extremely relatable thing. Cause everyone's like working on their houses and stuff, you mm -hmm. know? Well, so it, we kind of like fell into it. I honestly, I feel like we have like, um, you know, social media angels, like helping us through it. Cause it's not, it's not always just us making really great choices. I think sometimes we're just really lucking out. Yeah. It has been cool seeing you guys redo your house at the same time that you had your third child, by the way, this is an audio medium, but I can tell you we're on a zoom call with them and their adorable third child Otto is directly in front of us. So if you hear him, just, we're going to let him explore oh the space goodness, the and that's and totally a little okay. distracted. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you brought him up because I did want to segue to sort of the, the crux of what we wanted to talk about today, which is the different seasons of parenting and the fact that Kim and I have noticed that the goalpost keeps getting moved. Like we keep thinking, oh, our kids are going to be on autopilot. We're pretty much done with them. And we keep finding mm -hmm. all these new challenges. We're in different seasons here. And we always say it's going to get better, you know, when they sleep through the night or they aren't breastfeeding. And then. So I really teenage. did. I, I yeah. really did call my mom one time when Lola was newborn. I'm like, you know, as soon as she'll sleep through the night, I think I'm good. Like I can stop worrying about her and stuff when, when she sleeps through the night. She's like, oh, dear. She's like, wait till she starts driving. I'm like, what? And so oh. I, I didn't realize when I took on this parenting thing that you're always going to worry about them. And my mom, she's yeah. like, Kim, yeah. you're in your 40s and I worry about you. I'm like, what? I had no idea yeah. what I was signing up for. Yes. So yeah. let's go back. Let's go back to Taylor and Heidi, which were, I guess they're us, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. At this point, is that where we are? The, you babies. Yes. How, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Going from two to three kids. Tell me, what's that like? She's not drinking wine. No, no. that's water. Okay. Go no, ahead. it's water. It's, <laughs> uh, it's hard. I feel at this point, like it's just normal for us to be taking on too much at once. <laughs> yeah. But we were supposed to start shooting season two of our TV show, Super Dad, this last spring. But I was like, oh, snap. My wife's having a baby in the spring, so we can't do that. So we needed to push it a couple of months. So they did. So basically we had the baby, had like basically two months off, which, and then we started shooting the TV show, but it wasn't like two months off because as you know, in order to keep a page alive, you need a video every single week. So if I'm going to be gone for seven weeks, we need seven extra videos. It was like, have a baby, shoot seven extra videos, finish a couple of renovation projects and go. It's been nuts. It's been nuts just handling juggling all that but in, in terms of like going from two to three mm -hmm. like what i found first off he's an amazing baby oh my gosh he's I, been sitting I here the whole time a lot of that to heidi being home because you know she spends so much time with him and nurses him and all of the all of the good stuff so like he's just I did He's that with my kids so and they were terrible. So I, yes, I give Heidi a 100% of the credit, but I just also think you have a magic baby because he's been sitting here the whole time yeah. and he hasn't done anything. So he's just chill. Yeah. He just is here for it. I think that's the difference with your third though. Like there's so much going on around him that he's just, he is, he's like, what? excuse you, but he's just like, whatever. Okay. I don't need to, I just slide right in. 
feel like he's just kind of like here for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No, you. He's been chill, but the, the two older kids like love on him all the time and stuff. All the time. But what I found in, in, in the transition for me, it's been a lot of like Heidi's busy with the baby. So I spend a lot more time with the two older kids, mm-hmm. taking them out of the house and getting them like, you know, getting them wore out or whatever. It's just like every single day is trying to fill the hours, you know, <laughs> trying to, to make it to bedtime. Them. How long yeah. until bedtime? So we're we're in different stages of parenting. So we thought it would be fun to play a little would you rather game um, from where you guys are. <laughs> oh, I love that. And comparing where you guys are and, to and, where we are. And you guys are. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quick yeah. on your feet. If you want to add some of these, go for it. Okay. But yeah. we'll start. <laughs> well, the, what's interesting about this is you, you've been through our stage. Yeah. We yeah. don't no know idea. your stage. We can like guess, but we have no idea how it would actually feel. Okay. Well, That's well, fair. And, and if you choose one way and we have a different opinion, we'll tell you all about it. Yeah. We'll be happy to tell you about oh, it. Sure. Okay. Here I, we well, go. I assume we're all playing. Yes. Okay. Would you rather change a newborn blowout diaper or. Or I would even say like a six-month blowout diaper because those are worse because those are like adult. Newborns yeah. are chill. Newborns are like they're not no, like, like a green with chunks and like a twenty wiper. You got it. Like in you public, get into solid foods. When they yes. start yeah. into solid foods, that's when the right. in public, like in a in a gross like bathroom, or help a middle schooler with a math word problems. Uh, oh, do the diaper. <laughs> I, I might do the math. Okay. Yeah. They're both so terrible. Heidi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- they're not learning math the way that we used to. Like that's it's, the really tough part. Very true. And, and, and you like ask them to show their work and it's, it's nuts. They don't do long division. They don't add the way that we used to. It's probably smarter the way that we're doing it. But I like, I was a math lead. I have a trophy like in the attic behind me, a math freaking trophy. <laughs> And I'm having trouble with this. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the diaper. Although I like maybe, honestly, maybe Heidi's just going to be a great teacher. Yeah. Is, I, Heidi I, sounds I like a very kind teacher. patient teacher. I, they're both terrible. I'm, but so here's, I do remember just the anxiety of like the public blowout. 
Like that's that's pretty <laughs> terrible too. And in I both cases, Kim, you have said, you know what, you have to deal with this, and handed them to me. Yeah, no, no, that's one hundred percent true. And that I dealt with a with a blowout diaper a couple weeks ago because I had the kids by myself and we were at Target. And naturally, naturally, a blue. I he like had a blowout. I swore that I had a change of clothes for him. Did not. Also, didn't have a diaper because I had used it the day before and realized Wait. I. Had didn't repack, so. What did you do? Well, yeah. Put him in your shirt? <laughs> I walked to the back of Target. I like kind of just put him back in the stroller, walked back to the diaper area and the clothes area, and I bought a pack of diapers and a new outfit. Okay. I mean, that's similar to, like, men have had that happen before where they, like, you know, they, um, they realize that they, um, you know, they pooped a little when they thought it was a fart. And wait, is that just me, Taylor? Uh, I mean, I, I could tell stories <laughs> like there's there's this thing where you think, OK, that's a fart. And then you're like, wait, that's something else. And then you have to find a way to dispose of that. Um, and for, you know, for for guys, it's easier because you can I can't believe I'm telling this uh, story. And yeah, they're, 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 that's a thing. That's a thing. Like you go to like a public stall and you're like, well, I'm just going to dispose of these. But then I, I can't put mm-hmm. them like in a regular trash can because what if somebody sees it? Is this just me? And they say pen holderness on the on the waistband right because i um, you know my my wife likes to put uh you know a sharpie my name on a sharpie in the back of my underwear i see you leave for one minute and i start talking about pooping and having to throw my underwear away in a bathroom sorry uh, so so high schooling parenting well, our daughter schooler. just called while that happened so uh is everything okay she's fine she plays tennis oh my god and she has a match so- and like and she's like i forgot my uniform and I'm like, oh my God. I'll get it to her. I'll get it to her. We're almost done. No, here. no, 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 no. It's fine. I, I'll bring her the screw. It's my day to go. So, well, I got, no, because I've got track tomorrow. So I've got to go. Today. Oh my God. See the, okay. Anyway, we're, no, 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 we're, we're going to take our time. With would this, you rather <laughs> potty? Tra- this is going to be a tough one. Would you rather potty train a toddler or teach a teenager how to drive a car? Ooh. Drive, drive the car, drive the car, drive the car. Taylor's looking answer. forward to that. I think. What do you think, Heidi? I- I, we're go- I think I'm going to go drive the car because potty training has brought me to oh. my wit's end. Yeah. We've been potty training the same kid for two years. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we've been so. there too. And there's, and sometimes like there, like there's the like scared of pooping and then, uh, cause we had that with one of them. And then when it does come out, it comes out <laughs> Stop it, like with just great density and firmness. It's not okay. <laughs> and, uh, like uncontrolled. Sorry. I had a dream about that last night. This is weird. You did not. And then you woke up with a full diaper. Hang on. It's important to talk about your dreams. Um, I think I we're not quite to teen driving, which is I'm very afraid of that. But potty trading, it brought me to my knees. Yeah. I just I was like, I I went to school. I am an, an educated person, but I cannot like I I was so filled with like rage and confusion. Yeah. That, yes. I think that's a little that's bit of an upset. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. That's a bit of an upset. I thought I'm, I'm with you too. I think we're all answering the same way because yeah. you just took me back, you guys, to what it was like for us and it was terrible. And then you can't like go anywhere. Oh. If you go anywhere, you're like packing a potty and like extra clothes. And oh, then yeah. there's a picture oh, of Lola. Yeah. We went to this. Um, we were like looking for a place for her to. Oh, I had to poop. Oh my God. This is the funniest story. I, I had to poop. Lola had to poop. And, <laughs> and it was beginning GPS yeah. days. And Kim's like, oh, look, there's a sign for there's a speed track, which is well, the name of a famous um, well, uh, race gas track. State, racetrack. No, race racetrack track is in Florida. Racetrack is a gas station. It's a gas station. We're in North and, Carolina. And we're in, I said, oh, look, there's a racetrack off the side of the road and there'll be a bathroom. 
and it was an actual race it was an track. actual like old racetrack <laughs> <laughs> and it was closed and it was like a really old. no one had been there in like in decades t- yes. it was i don't know why they would have a sign for it so we put lola outside on her on our little plastic potty we had a little plastic travel potty so there's a picture of her but then i had to poop too <laughs> So I found two old tires that I stacked on top of each other oh, yeah. um, in the middle of the raceway. And then I just, I mean, I'm Kim's like, what if someone Good finds it? I'm like, Kim, no one's coming back here. Uh, he dug ever a hole again. and it was <laughs> bad. No, it wasn't a hole. It was, oh my God. that wasn't a hole. It was in the middle of the parking lot. It was on, it went, oh my and, God. but then I, but then luckily we have the baby wipes from our kids. Oh, okay. We Double need to poop. move on. All right. Would you rather? <laughs> Go to Paw Patrol Live or an Imagine Dragons concert? Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. I don't Dragons. Even know what Imagine Dragons is, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. I'm embarrassed to say my answer is Paw Patrol Live. Oh, I love Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Imagine um, Dragons isn't that bad. No, I love it. Our son is there. Our son is super into Imagine it, Dragons. Yeah, so it's, it's like the on volume. a lot. He, like it's the only thing he's listened to for the last two years. And I learned after one day that it's the same song. Okay. Over I and like over imagine again. Dragons. Okay. Would Whatever you, it takes. I'm a demon. It's where they go. Hey! It's like it's the same. There's there's 14 of the same songs. And very talented. Wrong, I love spending time with my kids, but I also feel like just going to a concert with your kids is just a totally different like vibe, you yeah. know? Because like when you go to a concert, you're like you want to just kind of feel like wild and free. But if you're in your dad pants you're still oh, no, parenting you're, no, you're taking automatically a dumbo mm-hmm. while you're there right you're right. just you're required to wear the dumb shorts and you the know, whole like, thing i like those concerts i liked it when we went to that weird dora concert and then we got to meet the weird dora in the back okay would you yeah. rather the would you dora the fake dora oh um, this is a good one would you rather a terrible twos meltdown or console a teenage heartbreak Oh God! Console a teenager after heartache. Yes. Heartbreak, yeah. Right? yeah. A dumped teenager Ooh. or a, a terrible, <laughs> like a public terrible, like arch back meltdown. I don't know what you I'm going to say. I would rather go with the arch back meltdown because mm-hmm. I've thought about this a lot, and I was a very sensitive teenager, and my son, you can already tell, he's super sensitive. So I just like, I know that at know some point. Anymore. He's going to have his heart broken and it's going to be the worst because I won't know how to convince him that it's fine. And that'll last a lot longer mm-hmm. than the, the toddler meltdown. You know, the toddler meltdown, I can throw him under one arm. You I can walk, walk out, out and you then, that, you're you, know, it, you know, it'll eventually settle down and we'll yeah. have ice cream. The interesting thing is that in both situations, the person having the meltdown knows exactly how to hurt you. <laughs> The, 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 the two-year-old knows. They know they're getting your attention by screaming and throwing a fit. I, I would I would do a thousand... Um, a thousand terrible two-meltdowns yeah, before over, a teenage heartbreak. Well, Those I, are rough. Yeah, they're super rough. And, and well, PC had like a oh. third-grade heartache. Like this girl that they had had like crushes on each other. And then she sent a friend to say, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be your girlfriend anymore. Even though we're like, you can't have a girlfriend. You're in first grade. But they were each other's like little yeah. people yeah he came home yeah 
and he just was, collapsed. That, I had that happen to me. It's yep. awful. Oh, it is awful. Breakups are the worst. The worst. Um, anyway, so I'm not looking for it's going to happen because it's life. And if it doesn't happen, that's weird. So, yeah, the only reason I would pick the second one is because that would mean that my children actually came to me about it because they always go to Kim like Lola like it always like it's always going to mom about that well, she won't come to me that, well, which that, is a bummer well she probably just thinks you're going to tell her a story about poop to try to cheer her up <laughs> I don't disagree that I don't do as good a job <laughs> as Kim does I think you're 100% right alright last one ready guys would you rather send your child to kindergarten for the first time or to college for the first time Ooh, uh, kindergarten 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 yeah. you just sent but, you just sent one to know. kindergarten mm-hmm I had, I was, uh, have made this post when Theo turned 10 weeks old that, um, I was sad because I was going to have to leave him and go to work. And I didn't know how I was going to deal when I had to say goodbye to him when he went to college. And someone commented and was like, that's why you have the teenage years. Trust me, when they're ready to go to college, you'll be ready too. (laughs) Yeah. I love my kids. Uh, and I should have said college for the last time, like last kid out into college. Um, I, I hear, I hear the empty nest thing. I understand. I will probably deal with some of that. I will totally cry, but But you guys, but I mean, I've already thought I'm like, maybe just drive him to college and then just go never come back to the airport and go to Hawaii for a while. Well, that was a fun little. That was a fun guys. game. That yeah, we'll have it. Let's have a transition moment. Yes, I want to hear about transition. Su- transition, the Super Dad TV show. Tell me all about it and how this came to came to be. Ooh, we have a TV show, and we're in our second season. <laughs> Super Dad on crazy. Magnolia it's Network on Discovery Plus. Actually, the easiest way to get it is just if you have an Amazon account, which everyone does, go on Amazon and then download the Discovery Plus app. Okay, and then. Then search for Magnolia and or just search for the show. Just type And in. then you find Mick. He lives in the basement. You plug in the machine. And then you turn on the coffee maker. And then there's a password. Boom, you got coffee. So yeah. here's the deal. It will be on actual cable TV. The Magnolia Network will be on cable TV soonish. They haven't announced it yet, but it's coming. So mm-hmm. if you've got cable, you can just wait. I don't have cable. I watch everything on streaming. So yeah. um, if you have streaming, Discovery Plus go binge watch the first eight episodes. Basically what the show is, it's called super dad. I come alongside another dad who is our super dad. I come alongside a a really cool dad who's, you know, just a person we want to feature and I help him build something really cool for his kids in their backyard. Mm -hmm. So it's like a build show, but really it's not really like so much about building the, we built some really cool structures but the show's really more about like building memories and like talking oh, with these dads pitch. and learning from them. Like most of the show is actually like me and another dad talking about what it means to be a father in 2021, mm-hmm. which, you know, show me, find me another show on TV that has dads talking about being dads. I will say you know? my, I love what you do for so many reasons, but also because you do celebrate fatherhood and they're is not a lot of content out there that celebrates dads loving being dads. I think there's more now. And I think you are an important movement in that. And what I mm-hmm. I do hate is the videos that sometimes moms make. And I've definitely done them like, oh, my husband is so stupid. And he, my <laughs> husband doesn't know any better. And my husband like. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's like 90% of our content. I, well. Honey. I mean, we've made them too because they're fun and it's an easy target. It's an easy target, but you guys are doing, when it comes down to it, doing what you're doing because 
you love your families and you love to be dads. And so I just think that dads are important and I love that you celebrate it. So thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know Chip and Joe, right? Your BFF with Chip and Joe. Yeah, yeah we got connected to this whole thing because we were already kind of trying to like put this show together. And then I uh, challenged Chip to a playhouse building competition for charity. And I made this elaborate, crazy video with a lot of like fixer upper references. You know, the thing that they pull apart right. at the end to reveal the house. We made those, except it was just two eight by 10 photos. And me and Heidi just stood a long ways back and used like a really high F-stop. So it looked the same. So we looked tiny and the things looked huge. I remember those. And then we ran up and we're like, we didn't have a budget to go full size, whatever. (laughs) Um, But they loved it. And we raised $1.5 million for St. Jude after, you know, the whole fundraiser thing was all done. At the at St. Jude, Chip pulled me and Heidi into this little room with like Joanna and a couple of their production people, and he was like, "Has anybody told you yet?" I was like, <laughs> "No, no, Chip, what's going on? <laughs> I want to change your life. I want to put you on TV." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Give me some um, of that Chip and Joe money." <laughs> so yeah, then uh, then we then like another two years went by, and we finally got it on tv <laughs> so it's, it's so interesting process that was that was the the saint jude's thing was very close to when we first met um yeah. oh yeah that's nuts because we've known each other for like over two years now and mm-hmm. you like that's it's great that your show is happening i i can't wait to watch it it, it, it everything you say about it is like right down the alley of what i want to watch as far as content is concerned but in the interim, like you've made maybe eight, eight or 16 of these episodes, you've made hundreds of these other videos in between yeah. on your own. And they really have helped probably maybe in, in more of a case. And I think a lot of people think, okay, TV, you've made it big. It's the stuff that you guys do together in your house that have really defined you and made you the success that you are. Don't you agree? A hundred percent. I mean, I don't think, you know, when we signed on for the TV show, I'd have to go back and look at the timeline, but we probably had like 300,000 followers or something like that. Mm. Right. And now we got 3.4 million. So like before the show actually aired, we had accumulated at least 10 X yeah, probably 3 million, you know, more followers. So they like, they picked well, they picked, they (laughs) They bought, they bought low. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They bought low. (laughs) Exactly. Because our thing really started to kick off as we started like honing in what our thing is and bringing my best friend DJ on board to start editing and stuff. And they just sort of like started to grow and grow and grow all while the TV show was just trying to get finally on the air. Cause the, the pandemic held that process back. I'm sure you know, like a full year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, well, we are proud to know you. And I think that I'm so excited for this TV show. And I know you've worked so hard on it. But I'm also excited for what you put out every single day. So thank you for being our friends. Thank you. And thank you for saying that hi at that likewise. weird at that weird Facebook thing. I'm, I'm glad I didn't scare you with my weirdness. Okay, so I'm from that weird Facebook thing and was like, do you know the Holderness family? I met them. <laughs> They're and then really he was weird. so excited because he wanted to talk, he wanted to go and visit you at your hotel. 
Oh, I forgot about that. Wait a minute. Yeah. What? We're like, tired. Yeah. <laughs> we're on East Coast time, so we're going to go to bed. All I know is a few months went by, and then Taylor called me and said, hey, do you want to come to L.A. and make some videos? And I like, I had never done a collab before, which is stupid, right? I'm just not good at collabing. And our stuff is weird. And well, we to did be a, real though, like if you don't have the right people to collab with, it's pretty awkward. Yeah. And also like everyone, we're doing the same thing, but we all do it our own way. And we're used to just doing it by ourselves. So all of a sudden we feel like you have an audience, but it's not just an audience. And it's an audience who knows how to do this, but they might do it different than you. So it's a very weird thing to be like, yeah. Well, you were such, with someone you, at all, but he's, you know, you were such a good collaborator. We did, uh, we did four videos while we were there. Um, one it of them was a lot. Yeah. One of them was we're not a, used to making yeah. that much content that quickly. <laughs> I know, but we, yeah, we, we did one music video, which, which did pretty well. Then we did this like gangbusters big one with Taylor, with miles and Charlie called husbands of target, which is in like the 50 million view club. I mean, that's but, but I, I want 60 now. Holy yeah. moly. I, I want to, I just want to thank you in parting and, and Heidi also, cause Heidi was there for that as, as well for taking like a guy who really didn't have any acting experience at all and being patient with him in that, um, in that shoot. I learned so much about just being smaller with my delivery mm. and, big and I, and you know, I, I just, I, I would love to see the first takes because where I ended was kind of like this, like, Hey, you know, I spent this entire time looking for, you know, trying to look for curtains for my wife and my first yeah. takes were like, I spent three days looking for curtains for my wife. Like I was, yeah. my, my first routine. But that works with the content that you normally make. I know. Video Taylor was so like, patient and he was like, hey. Hey dude, bring it down. You're at a 10, I need you bring at a 2. way the bleep down, but in a very nice way. And so I got to watch those other guys. I'm like, I can't even hear you, Charlie. How is this working? He's like, dude, there's a microphone on our, Yeah, just chill. We're, we're using a lav <laughs> mic. Just chill out. Um, and they ended up being the best guys. And I mean, that was, I mean, Kim is more of a natural actress than I am, no, I'm not. but we went from like the majority of our music being musical to being able to do more of those situational things. Thanks to a lot of the stuff that we learned from you guys. Uh, and it, it really helped diversify our content. And um, again, content. For, for me, it was more directing and editing, which I learned from you. And then I just knew I had a goldmine in Kim once we like let her just kind of loose in the in that format of acting because she's so fantastic. So I, 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 I didn't want this to I didn't want this to go away without thanking you for that, because you were a big inspiration oh. in that you were like you showed me how to be patient with the diva. Um, <laughs> When, when they're, when he'll they're give me notes and I'm yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that. No, just keep rolling. <laughs> First off, I'll just say for the record, for everyone listening, like you were a little large, but you weren't <laughs> bad. You were just, you know, you were just a little bit bigger than what the particular piece called for. And I think it was funny too, because like Charlie and Miles, like everybody came in normally a collab, like every other one that we did. You know, like you, you took the lead on the musical because you know how to do that, Sure. you know, and you made me go bigger and it worked great, but everyone brought like so much to it. Like I remember Charlie likes to ad lib cause that's how Charlie is. And in the minute, whenever I'm like, whenever I'm directing him and, and I'm, I'm just trying to get him to say the few words that I wrote and not add 10 more words in, <laughs> but <laughs> and I'll eventually get it. But then I always end up using some of those extra words because they're always hilarious. He's so funny. Oh, where but, can people, where can people find you on the internet and on the, and f find your show and all that good stuff? Just 
Google Dude Dad. Dude Dad. And, and that's Dude Any of your dad. favorite social platforms. Yeah. Dude Dad. Dude Dad. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We got the ticker talk going now. <laughs> I um, saw you on the ticker talk. Although I hate TikTok because they, it. we get so many violations on TikTok. And you know how okay. family friendly our stuff is. But because you like, know what, you're you're like building drilling stuff. They're going to say that's unsafe at a certain point. There's in time. that. Um, our our if husbands were toddlers part two got taken down probably oh. because I I wet myself. You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like 14 year olds in bikinis. Anyway, what do you think would happen if they put yeah. you guys duct taped together on TikTok? Would that work? No, I actually think they would celebrate that and they would that promote would, it. That they would, would actually they would do well. That. I'd like to go full circle. <laughs> um, there, we love, there you go. We love you guys. Um, Thank you very much yeah. for your time. And I've loved the fact that your sweet baby has is now just asleep on you. Oh. I know. We yeah. never, He's out. Yes. We never got well, one yeah. like that. Anyway. We're going to go rush our uh, daughter, her tennis uniform. Okay. That's our that's Save our season. Tears. Yep. Okay. okay. Good love to see you, man. You. Love you. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.